Good morning. This short time of meditation before the service brought to you by me. Our order of service uh, is on page 260 in your uh, LSB. And uh, we begin with the opening hymn, hymn 915, Today Your Mercy Calls Us. rise. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather make me to know your ways, O Lord. Sanctify us in your truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting. Glory be to the Father.
seated for the readings. The first reading is from the 34th chapter of Ezekiel. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where, where they were scattered on the day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out of the nations and gather them from all countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel and the ravines and in the, all the settlements of the land. I will tend them in good pasture and mountain heights of, of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land and there will be feed in each pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie, lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. As for you, my flock, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will judge between one sheep and another, between rams and goats. It is not enough for you to feed on the good pasture, must you also trample the rest of your pasture with the feet it is not enough for you to drink clear water, must you also muddy the rest with your feet? Must my flock feed on what you have done, what you have trampled, and drink what you have muddied with your feet? <coughs> Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says to them: See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the winged sheep, because you shovel with flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have given driven them away. I will save my flock, and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place them over one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend to them, and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is the word of the Lord. The hymn is hymn, hymn 707, Oh, that the Lord would guide my ways.
The second reading is from the first chapter of 1 Timothy. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I have shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of the Lord has poured out, poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that reason I will show mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ may display his immense patience as an example of those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now in the, to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. We rise to the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. And Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you had a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. 
Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Does she light, doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks to you, Christ. We continue with the responsory on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. The Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give a false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not have your neighbor's house. You shall not have your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. Please be seated as we sing the hymn of the day, hymn 709.
God's grace, His mercy, and His peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Lord, our God, is the Good Shepherd. And what does that mean? Well, that means that for His um, setting straight uh, the base of our relationship with Him, He considers us to be sheep. Now, if you were um, shepherds, you would understand that this is not a compliment. Um, and I often tell the story, and it's a real story, so I'll tell it again. When I was on my vicarage, um, I had a, there was a former uh, who was a member of the congregation who decided to, uh, to um, uh, you know, he had cattle, he decided maybe to get into some to raising sheep, and he knew that sheep were a little awkward in the way that they uh, did things. So what he did is he took a possession of five sheep, and he put them in his, uh, his he had a big uh, equipment barn with this huge space, and then inside of that closed area, he also then put them in uh, a pen uh, that he had, and uh, he, put, he also put in there for them to get water a cattle trough uh, that was uh, like an oval um, cattle trough and put water in there so they could reach over with their necks and drink water. And he thought to himself as he went to bed, everything's going to be fine. What could possibly happen? In the morning, he came back to find five drowned sheep. One of them decided it might be a good idea to take a swim and then somehow uh, became uh, jumped into the, the cattle uh, uh, water deal, the cattle trough deal, and then the others went, well, <laughs> you know, what's good for that sheep is good for us. And they all did that and probably wrestled with each other, drowning each other, uh, in the cattle trough. So once again, I state that when uh, God is talking to us and calling us sheep, it is not a huge compliment. Having said that, if you've already felt the barbs of you being not so special, and I think that there are times that we do, right? You just feel like someone um, doesn't appreciate you, or maybe you were raised that way. To and and look, those people my age, and and older, and I'll date myself. I don't care. I'm too old to be, you know, sensitive about that. And I know you guys are saying too old, you young whippersnapper. But look, I too grew up in the area where children are best seen and not heard. And so our opinions weren't worth anything. And so that's exactly what, uh, what we would do. Now, did I follow that advice? No, not at all. However, when you are raised in certain situations or you have a job in certain things and you are made known that your opinion is not worth diddly you can grow up thinking that you're not worth diddly 
And what I want to say is God himself has said that he is continually looking for you and looking out for you. For this is what the sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. He's looking after you. In fact, when you look at this Ezekiel passage where it talks about the sheep and the shepherd, uh, when you look at Timothy, at 1 Timothy, where Paul himself is saying, me in the past, oi, but look at where the Lord has brought me. When you see the parable of the shepherd who goes looking after the sheep, these are all very applicable for us, even though we are not shepherds or we are not involved in the, well, I mean, unless you have a garden or something like that or you, you know, have chickens, uh, you know, that's possible, or you're raising something. We, we really don't have a lot of familiarity with the agrarian uh, nature, even though our children, you know, our children go to school and they think that beef comes from the store and, and bacon comes from the store and all of that. So, but we still realize that as we may care for our pets or as we may um, uh, uh, stand firm so that our pets are treated properly, God is the same way with us. Even though he treats us more as more valuable than his mere pets. In this first reading in Ezekiel, you have sort of a blessing and a curse thing. And, and, and what, I, what I want to lay out for you today is that um, the value of following God in innocence is, is utmost for us. And I know we're not innocent. I mean, we have our own thoughts and then we seek to, uh, to investigate our own thoughts. And sometimes a person will... Uh, will will listen to someone else and then they'll start to be led astray. I want to warn you in this because if you think you're too smart to be led astray, you're not. There are sophisticated people out here on the internet and all of those things who lead young people into uh, trafficking and and more, uh, more common, um, and if you haven't gotten these, I, I need to speak to you because somehow you are blessed beyond all other humanity, but, but how, if you haven't gotten in your emails, scam artists who try to separate you from your money saying, you've been chosen, you won. I know that's a lie because I've, Hardly ever won. And here I have email after email after email telling me that I have won. Why? Because I deserve it. I deserve to win. And so if I just click this little link right here, I can go down a rabbit hole that there's no way to get out of.
There are people out there who seek to lead you astray. Even in the church, there can be uh, pastors who are so frustrated that they decide to say, thus say I. And I've seen it. I've seen it on, you know, I, I've, I've seen a guy, you know, and this is purely by accident. I might be going through the channels or uh, when it was the last time I did that. Or you turn on the radio station and the preacher up there is saying, God told me this morning to tell you this. To which I respond, God told me this morning not to listen to you when you said that God told you that. We all know. See, you are armed. As you sit there today, you are armed with God's word. You have it for yourself to read. My job is to accent the parts, really, that come down from, I don't know who chose pericopes, which are the readings of the day, and it is my job to accent the importance of certain themes that come forth in the pericope, and I am supposed to do that as a faithful under-shepherd of our Lord, which means I'm not supposed to jerk you around, make you feel guilty, I'm simply supposed to tell you what God says you should know so that you are armed and so that when you go out there, you are confident and you know that you are a loved child of God. And Jesus Christ suffering on the cross and dying for your sins, just like Paul proclaims in this 1 Timothy passage, should be proof of that. How deep is God's mercy? Think in your own mind, of the most decrepit person that you had ever known. Then look at Paul's resume. Paul was a man of violence. What did Paul do? Paul said, my church is the church, not the ones that you knuckleheads out there are proclaiming, so I'm going to go out, I'm going to procure permission to do citizens' arrests, and I'm going to arrest them, bring them back, to Jerusalem, and there I will watch once again as they are killed, killed in the name of religion. Now, of course, religion gets a bad name today because people say that many wars were started over religion. And many faithful people, children of God, were killed simply for some other person's idea of what religion is and true religion is. I want to caution us all not to be those people. But at the same time, to go out there with your eyes open, realizing that there are people whose job it is to swindle you into the kingdom of heaven, which of course is a false kingdom, depending upon how false their message is. You are royalty. You are children of God. He is your shepherd. He will look after you. Even in your darkest hours, He is there for you. And He proclaims as such. Even suffering and dying on the cross for you, where you could not even begin to realize the danger that you're in. And me. Oh, boy. I look at some people. 
and I can only say to myself, there, by the grace of God, go I. Because what would it take for me to, to reach this lowly part in life? That's why I encourage you to, yes, indeed, come to church to hear God's word so that you are not tempted to, oh, look over there. You can see it, right? The one sheep. Oh, did I see that? Did I? There was a blade of grass that was greener than, I mean, we're, what we're eating every, oh, must we eat the same food every day, every night? Steak and potatoes, rice and gumbo, seafood. Ugh, I'm full up to, with all this good food or, you know, boring. I don't know how you, you know, that everything's boring if you get enough of it, even good stuff. But over there, there's something different. Let me, oh, let me go over there. And then when you go over there, you can't find your way back. And what does the shepherd do? The shepherd seeks. Does the shepherd put his, uh, put his staff in front of us so we can't go out there? Well, maybe he would be a better shepherd if he did that, but he doesn't. Why? Because we have free will, just like our father has free will. And sometimes our free will makes, helps us to think freely about things and come up with our own philosophies freely that have a detrimental effect on our lives. If you've ever made a bad decision in your life, be it financial or maybe a, uh, oh, I just, you don't understand, I just love that person, even though they drink more than they should and well, and they don't, you know, like God or anything. I, I know that if, if they just listen to me, I can lead them to the kingdom of heaven. Uh, but, you know, five years later, your life is in shambles because they have destroyed it. Or whatever decision you've made. And when you're young, it's hard to make decisions. And it's so tragic because if you make a decision... When you're young, sometimes it cuts off so many opportunities as you get older. But we, as Christian parents, seek to lead our little lambs, right, in the right direction, only sometimes to find out that when they get older, they say, shame on you for raising me that way, for cutting off my imagination. And so you say, well, okay, you're, old, you're older now, you're an adult, you make your own decisions, but I simply did what I was told as a parent. So if you have a wandering child out there, realize that you were faithful in bringing them up, you brought them to church, you brought them to the baptismal font, you brought them to the Lord's Supper, and the choices they make using their free will that God has given them, will be their choices. And they won't necessarily be Christian choices.
but you sit and you pray and you have confidence in these passages. I, the Lord, myself will go after my sheep. And of course, you do have people, and I've already talked about these people, and it's, a, it's an apropos um, picture image where you have the, uh, the sheep or the cattle or whatever, there's a stream running through, and you, know, you have a sheep that's like right here and the rest of the flock. What does that sheep do? That sheep runs all the way to the upstream and drinks and gets in there and muddies up the water and, and drinks, and then the rest of the sheep have to drink their muddy water. Uh, it's like, you know, you live in a city downstream uh, from this big city, and um, if you were, let's say, India, where, where they dispose of bodies, you know, in the river Ganges, well, it's a party to be downstream from that, isn't it? And there are many examples that we could sort of, you know, sit and think about where people muddy the waters for everyone else. Politicians. And not necessarily your politicians, maybe some other politicians who then make your politicians have to make decisions that makes the water muddy for everybody. For that reason, man, I would never want to be a politician because they make decisions that you and I don't even, we, we can't even imagine. And if we did, we would probably be so stressed out. But yes, there are people who live to take advantage of sheep. And they have no problems fleecing the sheep and then saying, it's your own fault. You should have known better. Well, God has something for them. And I say this because he has said that he does not appreciate those. How is he going to treat those? Well, throw yourself back as, as a shepherd and you have that knucklehead ram that always has to do this or that or the other thing, takes more of your time than any of the, of the, of the other sheep in the flock. What are you going to do? Well, you know, it's that time of year. It's time to sell some sheep. Guess who's first on the, on the chopping block? That one. Why? Because that one always has his own ideas, doesn't listen to what the shepherd has to say, and is always running off and causing trouble and bringing other people did I say people? Sheep with them. That's the first one who's got to go. Nothing personal, but that's how it has to be. Don't be that ram, that, that sheep. Don't be that. Understand that it is a joyful thing to follow God. It is a it is a blessing that we have such a wonderful shepherd who would never, ever, ever in any way take advantage of us. But he himself would stand between us and the enemy and would even die for us. It makes no sense, but that's the kind of shepherd we have. And by the way, do you think death 
ends the shepherd's life? No. Death makes the shepherd stronger. Now that's the kind of shepherd that I would follow, that not even death can hold that shepherd. But that shepherd gets stronger and stronger, and there's no one in this universe, I don't even care if we talk about UFOs or whatever, none of them are stronger than this shepherd. And this shepherd has proclaimed that I will receive eternal life. Now, I know there might be some people out there saying, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, eternal life, come on. You're going to die, and then after that, I mean, how can you prove that? I can't prove that, and I don't have to prove that. And if that sounds stupid to you, then you go enjoy what life you have made for yourself. As for me, I'm content with God who has given and set forth a life of peace and comfort, even though the world cannot understand it. I do, because Christ himself has given me that faith. I didn't have to find it. I don't have to tend it. God gives that to me. And as long as I have that faith, I will delight in the Lord and I will enjoy peace even within this turbulent world that has so many cliffhangers I I can't even keep track. Because I know that my shepherd lives and my shepherd tends his flock and he is a faithful shepherd. So to other sheep, I, um, I proclaim that today is a great day to be a sheep in the fold, in the flock of Christ our Savior. Amen. We uh, continue with the offertory on page 956, We Rise. Our Lord Jesus Christ came down from heaven to seek after us lost sheep and to bring us home rejoicing. Let us call upon him in thanksgiving and petition for ourselves and all people. O Father in heaven, we pray to you through the Son 
in the Holy Spirit. Grant that we may daily recognize that you provide for our every need of body and soul. We praise and bless your holy name for these gifts from above. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, you call pastors and set them to the task of shepherding your people. Bless them in their work of providing your gifts to those you have gathered as they seek those who have wandered away. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Lord, look with favor on the households of this congregation and grant that all may live in love that issues from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, our King, you appoint princes and all governing authorities. Remember those you have placed in authority over us and grant that they may fulfill their responsibilities according to your word and for the good of your people. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of life, you heal and deliver. Hear our cries for all who are in need of strength and rescue, especially Rhonda Tisa, um, Stan Witte, Deb O'Quinn, John Estevi, Rebecca Clayson, uh, Bruce's uh, Vertigo, um, Peggy Culberson, Linda Hankey, and Penny Forrest, all who have uh, illness issues. We pray that you would be with them. O Lord, in your mercy. We also uh, pray that you would be with the, with the family and friends of Mary Gui, who recently passed away. Uh, be their comfort and uh, uh, remind them of uh, Mary's faith and her entering eternal rest and encourage them with these words. Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, your son who drew near to eat with sinners now feeds his people with his own body and blood. Gather your people as a shepherd gathers lost sheep. Remove them from whatever is contrary to sound doctrine and give them repentant hearts that they may rejoice with the angels in heaven. Lord, in your mercy. Most merciful God, remember your baptized children who have wandered from the household of faith. Pursue them as a shepherd who seeks lost sheep. Strengthen their families to persist in prayer and confidence in your faithfulness. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, you bring up the souls of your people from Sheol. Receive our thanks that you restore to life your people who go down to the pit. And preserve us in faith until we sing your praises with them in heaven. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, all things are yours. And you have promised to well supply us with all that we need. Give us courage and faith that we may give a confident amen to these prayers. Certain that you will give us all that is good and beneficial to our salvation and preserve us from all things harmful. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom, with whom, and in whom be all honor and glory, both now and forever. Amen.
we pray the prayer, the, the collect of the day. God of all creation, you reach out to call people of all nations to your kingdom. As you gather disciples from near and far, count us also among those who boldly confess your Son, Jesus Christ, as Lord. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and take them to heart, that by patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me in from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Please be seated. baptismal anniversaries. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the light of the world. The light no darkness can overcome. A reading from Mark. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and had a leather girdle around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to swoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. A reading from Matthew. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded to you, and lo, I am with you always to the close of the age. A reading from Mark. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. In baptism, God brings us into his family and calls us his own. By baptism, God gives us the gifts of faith, love, and forgiveness and strength and asks us to respond in faithfulness to him and others. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for the new life you have given us through holy baptism. Especially we ask you to bless Jason Bettesworth, Sheila Thompson, Emma Vickers, 
Marsha Davey, Nolan Shield, Stephen Nielsen, Ethan Carter, Christy Walker, Ashley Jeremel, Gene Honnold, Mark and Guther, Austin Thibodeau, Martha Conrad, Amanda Thibodeau Carter, and Rebecca Clayson on the anniversaries of their baptism. Continue to strengthen them with the Holy Spirit and increase in them the gifts of grace, the spirit of wisdom, and the understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in her presence, through Jesus Christ, Christ your Lord. Amen. Let us press the Lord. The Almighty and merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and, bless and preserve you. Amen. Amen. We close with him. Amen.